Hello and welcome to High Shelf Gaming Podcast. I'm the host, David Gillespie. Every week, I'm joined by my co-host, Rich Wisniewski, and we bring on guests to talk about role-playing games and board games and gaming conventions. If this is up your alley, feel free to download, listen, subscribe, and please rate us on iTunes. It really helps people find us. You can also connect with us on Twitter, at High Shelf Gaming, and join our Facebook group, High Shelf Gaming Podcast. It's a closed group, but click to join. We're friendly to everybody, and we'll get you added in. We also have a Discord server to talk games with us all you like. Hey everyone, David Gillespie here again with High Shelf Gaming. And as always, I'm joined by the co-host with the most, Rich Wisniewski. Dave, glad to see you today. You know, if I was a true dungeon character class, I think I would have to make my armor be the Canadian tuxedo. That's right. (laughs) Plus 20 to all stats except AC. That's right. (laughs) I'm squishy. (laughs) Squishy, but fabulous. Uh, And joining us today is a returning guest of ours, great friend, Larry. Larry, welcome back. Glad to be here, Dave. Rich, it's always my pleasure. And Rich, you know what I like about you the most? What would that be? <laughs> I like your taste of friends. Hey, there, there we go. I was curious if you're going to go back to the, um, what is the game that you guys played at uh, Origins with the tokens and you were like messing with each other? Oh my God, clout. Oh my. Clout, yeah, I was the wondering if you were going to, yeah. yeah <laughs> the clout I even war got, at 1 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I even got a poster sent to me from Larry that when I opened the end of the poster, clout chips came out. Oh my God. <laughs> and I, I just got that like literally five days ago. So thank you, Larry. Oh my gosh, my, that's awesome. My, I'll have a new poster back here pretty soon for Lady Hawk. Oh, I'm so glad you, we'll get you that like it. Out. Beautiful. But, uh, there might be more clout chips uh, turn up every now and then. <laughs> Never allowed again. Okay, so what we're actually talking about today is not clout. We're talking about True Dungeon. And I'm really excited about this one because you guys got to do something a little special. There's some cool stuff going on in the True Dungeon world that is definitely worth talking about. So, Larry, you're our True Dungeon expert. Yeah, there's been a lot of clamoring about e-tickets for Gen Con and True Dungeon. Oh, yeah, let's talk about e-tickets. Um, you know what I'm going to mm-hmm. do, folks? I'm going to take this section and put it in the beginning because the folks that will have wanted to cut and oh, run earlier will have missed. So I'm going to move this to the front. So That's a great, um, great idea. Larry, tell us all about e-tickets. Oh, so this year, Gen Con is trying some e-tickets, I don't know, to save on costs or shipping or Man, cut back in paper. I just got to give them props or paper and ink. You know what I mean? Every single thing has to come out of a machine. If we can go to e-tickets, I'm pretty cool with that. Let me add one more thing, and that is counterfeit. Oh. Yeah, good point. Because, I mean, counterfeit, it's just paper and ink. You yeah. know, ain't much. It's just black and white. It's not like It's not like those tickets are super hard to counterfeit. And, um, it, and it also could help with lost tickets and things. I mean, right. on your badge, right? That, it's not that, like you can yeah. lose it. That's another great point is that right now with the paper ticket method, it's a bearer bond. If you have the ticket, you can play. If you don't yeah. have the ticket for any reason, including losing the ticket, you're probably out of luck. Yeah. 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 You're right. But with these e-tickets, they're assigned 
to whoever purchased them. Now, for our group, you know, as we said in one of the earlier podcasts, Ryan got an unbelievably low number. And uh, Rich, you did pretty good. And Larry was, was where? There. Larry was the back of the bus. <laughs> Ryan dropped tons of money buying all of us our events for this year at Gen Con. And thank you, Ryan. <laughs> Big props, yes, thank thanks. You. And I think we only have two things. We have Super Robo Rally and True Dungeon that are e-ticket. Yeah. Yes. That's the only ones I've seen so far. Now, the ticket holder or whoever has the e-tickets can transfer them through the true or uh, Gen Con website okay. to all the different people that are going on the run, or he can be there in person. They'll scan a ticket, scan his badge, and then put the wristband on whatever person he wants. Okay. So that was one thing I was really curious about with e-tickets because, you know, we have this ritual. Every year we get together the first day of the con or even on Wednesday, and we sit down at a little table, and we've all got, you know, our gangster rolls of cash from our day jobs. We bring those out, and we're like, all right, I'm handing you a ticket, and, you know. You hand me $48. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is the ritual that we have. Yeah. And I, and I was like, oh, if we go to e-ticket, how in the world am I going to make sure that I got Ryan his money or I got Rich? And- Spreadsheets. Yeah. Well, yeah, we do the spreadsheet <laughs> thing, but it, you lose that ritual sense. You lose that physical handoff. I'm handing you the ticket. That bearer bond. You're yeah, handing me the money. $48, yeah. and now yeah. give me my 48 Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so when you go and say, well, now it's an e-ticket, I didn't know how they're going to handle that. So you can transfer. It sounds like you can transfer it. On your friends and family list. Okay, so you have to already be a friend. Got to be all hooked up to do the transfer. Okay. So, and then if if I transfer to you and you don't pay me, that's just life. Okay, so that that was my follow-on. If Ryan transfers it to me, he still is on the hook for the money. I just get the ticket. So I need to, on out of, outside of Gen Con system, I need to pay Ryan back. Yes. Correct. Okay. So they're going to transfer those. I mean, at the event, they'll scan your electronic ticket and your ID badge. So it's linked to that person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And if you if you had like you know you can buy one for a friend, yeah. or on True Dungeon, you can buy an entire run without naming yeah, yeah. With yeah, no yeah. one's names. So yeah. that person can sit out there. And go scan my ticket, scan that person, scan my ticket, scan that person, scan my right. ticket, scan that person. So, and they have come up with a workaround for the ghost runs. Oh, okay. What is the workaround? From what I've read, they're going to have alternate they're gonna have badges there specially to click <gasps> and ghost badges. That way it doesn't go to wait list and you don't have people join you. Oh. So you wow. know, I think okay, in their, yeah, in yeah, their yeah, funny yeah. posts, they go, let me tell you a ghost story about eight true dungeon players that love to play <laughs> together, and they don't want other people to join them. Well, only two ghosts join them every year. And so they have found a way now to get, make this to where those eight people can still have their run. Okay. And they, they have to buy the other two, and again, they'll get that treasure pull at the end right. for that ghost, but they're not going to get randoms now and have problems like that. Uh, so they so, have kind of a generic ID badge that they'll scan. I it. guess. Um, I can 
let me poke around here to one of my web pages, and of so, course, there's a big note that says we ask for everyone to have patience. We ask our <laughs> players as patience. Thursday is always hectic and crazy until we get the groove of how things are going, well, especially on this new system. So, well, there's been a lot of hand wringing about the new system. I've seen a yeah. lot of of fud about it, and I get it. You know, like one change sucks. Two, you know, the tickets just make a lot of sense. You know, you have a physical it, item, physical value, that kind of thing. Um, but it worked incredibly well for our team for many years. Right. Yeah. We I mean, had, right. Really well. Yeah. So, so you know, I I, I withhold judgment on the e-ticket, but I'm I'm one of those guys. I'm willing to give it a shot. You know, I'm willing to try it and see see if it sucks. Enough, it sucks. I'm going to complain loudly. But if it doesn't, I'll be you know I'll be happy. You know, anything else that we need to make sure we cover? Well, I know somebody had asked about volunteering, and as you yes. as you know, I've volunteered for True Dungeon now for wow over ten years for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's been a, it's been a long time. I've been a I've done players coach, room DMs, room seven DMs. I've been an NPC, uh, a blue hand. And some people were inquiring about volunteering. You know, what's it like? Is it worth it? All I can say is give it a shot. You can do it at two different levels. You can do part-time where you're expected to work two shifts. Or you can do it full-time where you're working uh, well, gee, quite a bit of the con. So it's right. going to take some of your free time up. Right, yeah. But but they t- treat you very well if you're a full-timer. It's too late, obviously, for this year to sign up. But uh, you can get a free hotel room that... Uh, is you know practically hard impossible to get for Gen Con. Sure. And you'll get a limited edition token for volunteers only. I believe this year it's a ion stone that adds two to your strength. Ooh, very nice. And, yeah, really nice. And if you're a full, uh, if you're a combat DM, you'll get a stipend, I believe, of 150 or 250 dollars. So you can get wow. a little cash and a badge. You'll get a badge for Gen Con, a T-shirt. Um, they'll give you some other swag sometimes. I've gotten a flashlight. Now, I imagine they're not going to just give out the combat DM for the first-timers. This is something that no. you would have had to have been a volunteer a little bit. They would have to have evaluated that, yep, you're ready to be a combat DM. Then you're going to get Absolutely. the Scoobies. All right. Right. And, man, that has to be a hard job. I could totally see why that has a little bit of a stipend to yeah. keep those guys coming back because you got to keep all that. You got to, there's a lot to do in that, what, 12 minute, 15 minute window? I, I mean, it's yeah. a lot to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really gets hectic. And this year I'll be in room six of the oh. Animal and Astral Journey. So uh, if you see Larry in there, give a shout out to High Shelf Gaming and, uh, Maybe I won't attack your character <laughs> for one round. <laughs> but I highly recommend volunteer, volunteering. Uh, they awesome. treat you very good. The perks are just outstanding. You get to see how it works. It, it's just amazing the amount of work that goes into this. Uh, it's truly a labor of love. Larry got the opportunity to do something called True Raid. And I finagled my way into True Raid with Larry because he had an extra ticket. And I said, mine, mine, mine. (laughs) Um, And it was, I thought it was going to be True Grind, which is one of the types of True Dungeon events. So, But it was totally different. Let's take a quick step back because I've played True Dungeon with you guys a couple of times. Uh, True Grind, True Dungeon, that kind of stuff. I had never heard of True Raid. So now I'm wondering... What are the stinking event types? Because I've seen two, 
what are all the options? So, uh, Larry, can you kind of run us through, like, you know, what's your typical event type? Where should noobs start? That's probably a, a good one. And then mm-hmm. talk about some of the less common event types. Sure. If you're a newbie, boy, don't go into true grind. That's for sure. It's for a seasoned veteran, you know, or at least somebody that's played a minimum of two or three times. Yeah. Uh, true grind is one battle board after another. You yeah. know, we discussed earlier on some of the earlier podcasts where you use the shuffleboard technique and with the outline of the monster. True grind is one monster after another, after another, after another. And they usually split the party into two groups. They'll put in environmental factors. You know, maybe one group is fighting underwater, and some other group might be fighting under a cold element. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I remember one time we were there were flying things. So one part of our group was dealing with things that were in the air flying, mm-hmm. and another part of the group was fighting the the baddie. And so between defeating the baddie and minions and the flying things, there was also, I want to say the flying things would move characters from the main baddie fight into the flying thing fight (laughs) to where they were taken away from us finishing the true grind. Is that right, Larry? Do I remember that event? That was like seven years ago or six years ago. Yeah, they've done some really remarkable things. Uh, Eric is the DM of that, and I believe Raven Brown helps out, and they do a great job, but it's strictly combat. Yeah. You know, there's no puzzles, and it's one battle board after another. You might have time in between one monster getting killed and before the second one turns around the corner and and surprises your group. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That you might have a little bit of time for healing, so it's definitely combat-oriented. Right. And And you can play that on different levels, of course. You can play it on normal or nightmare. But you definitely want to be someone who's a little bit seasoned and uh, knows what their tokens are for because you're going to bring out some obscure tokens. Uh, you know, we haven't fought underwater, oh, gee, for several years, but, you know, it, they always seem to throw something oddball in. I believe last year they, or the year before they fought a gazebo. Yes. <laughs> and you had to have, uh, if you had the token arrow of gazebo slang or sling bullet of gazebo. I think I had the sling of gazebo. <laughs> That's awesome. They'll bring out some really obscure things. Now, you can play on different levels. I'm not exactly sure. What are the levels? It's like no-kill level. Yep. Non-lethal, normal, then hardcore, nightmare, and they've even added now epic level. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So, so really epic level? Do you think they they listen to our food program and Oh, they better. I mean, if, if they're if they're epic level, they're probably they better be bringing their snacks cuz got to got to scoot and move, man. Got to eat and move. That's okay. Right. So, wait, why would somebody go up a level? You'll get additional experience points for yourself if you play either at hardcore or nightmare or the epic level. Okay. A lot of people, you know, don't really care about experience points for their personal self. Uh, there's really minimal oh, benefits. You do get an extra token draw, and you get first choice or first crack at player characters. But the biggest reward is if you play at the nightmare level or epic, you will get the completion token that is both rare and the uncommon. So there's a little bit of incentive there. Are they collector tokens, or do they usually tie in directly with the next year's events or even that year's events? They seem to be tied in. Uh, Some of the things 
from Origins this year was a horn, and in the regular token uh, packs that you could purchase this year, you could make a horn of the drinking bliss that will heal you two points. And mm. this is another healing uh, type of horn where if you drink a potion in the horn that is not a healing, you automatically heal one additional point. So it's, it's a, a, some advantage. So True Raid, how did you get this? What is it? <laughs> What's the deal, hey, yo? It is not listed on the list of things to play. Okay. So I totally thought it was True Grind. And I was literally just wanted to go hang out with my boy Larry. That's all it was. Throw some I pucks. was like, it's only two hours. Let's go have some fun, man. Let's 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 party it up. You know, let's get in there and just have a blast killing shit. And <laughs> we show up and I'm just gonna I'll start it off with we go through a little thing, we get a little token, we go in the room, and there's like twenty people in the room. And Ooh. there's an entire table of Team Yeti. So there's like an entire team at one table, and then um, another table's the scrubs. Um, kind of two or three. It seemed like all of us knew two people or three people. So like you know, me and Larry knew each other, and there was someone else that had two, and there was someone else that had three. It was like, wow, this is a lot bigger, Larry. What's going on? <laughs> well, the only way to get that you had to be a, a backer, so you had to. And we discussed this before how I was able to get the origins code, which permitted me to get only two tickets to this true raid, the Lori Gorgon. Uh, he was able to get the bard in group. Uh, what would we call that? B. Yeah, group B team. B. Oh, team Yeti got a team, and you guys oh, are the B I think team Bravo. What I saw on hit points and things like that, they were the A team. Really? Yeah, without a doubt. Oh yeah, there there was some. I thought I thought I thought I had a pretty cool character with some pretty big armor and stuff. Nah, bro. <laughs> I ain't got shit. <laughs> you should have seen. <laughs> Someone on the B team had like four hundred hit points. Jesus. Maybe not 400. What was it? What it? He traded something. Oh, maybe it was 100 something. It was 100. Yeah, I'm blown out of proportion. I apologize. Yeah, it, uh, it was something crazy. Dude, it was 180. Was it 180? I don't recall. He but... traded something in to get like an extra 100 hit points or something. I don't know. It was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but you, you, the, there was definitely a uh, really well put together table. And our table was not scrubby. No, no it was it's just, not like we were. It, no. No, we were very well put together, but that other table was really well put together. So Rich was the bard, I was the druid, and yep. we walk in, and like he said, there's like 20 people. I was, Holy cow. And this gigantic battle board. And up above, you know, kind of in a tower, is the Lori Gorgon. And they kind of themed it as if you were working in an office. <laughs> Believe it or not. Yes. <laughs> oh, and, and you don't know really about this. Well, hold on. The, the, okay. She starts off with, okay, everybody get ready. And she throws down like a huge stack of papers onto the <laughs> abnormally large combat table. So, you know, the little shuffle table. Yeah. Yeah. This thing had to be twice the width. And almost twice the depth. It may have been oh, twice yeah. the width and like a times and a half or a times and three quarters deeper. And then she throws down like a hundred sheets of paper and says, yeah, good luck. 
So that blocks out some of your target areas. Oh, what? <laughs> Anything yeah. over the piece of paper doesn't count. <gasps> so she had stuff right over the 18, right? Well, you go over the 18. If you're over the paper, it doesn't count. Oh. Sorry, you missed. Wow. So I, I spent okay. my throws trying to push paper. I yeah. immediately just went in there and just started slamming, trying to get paper out of the way. So, yeah, she hit you with, <clears throat> quote, paperwork, unquote. That's her, <laughs> that's her first move is paperwork. <laughs> okay, so she's up in this tower. You're at, like, almost sounds like a desk, and she's throwing this paperwork at you. Have you guys ever seen – there's a YouTube series called Cubicles and Careers – no. Oh no. my gosh. Okay, this is it's like a Oh five, my gosh, a, I need to watch it's, it. It's though. a it's a five-part series. Hilarious. It's basically like wizard, it's a wizard and an orc and a ranger and a rogue and a sorceress and they're sitting down to play <clears throat> cubicles and careers and it's like oh. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> Deborah from accounting. Yeah. Deborah from accounting attacks you with additional paperwork. And then. (laughs) Oh my God, bro. There is. You're going to love the rest of this explanation. I need to go watch that because it's, there was, it's funny how we're going to talk about some similarities. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You you made it sound like there's paperwork. Okay. So she hit you guys with the paperwork that blocks some of the shots. Rich, you went on cleanup crew. You're like, I'm going to, I'm going to boost everybody else. True support role for rich oh that. yeah bard move because i mean my weapon Absolutely. sucks so i'm just trying to move paper and clear stuff and there were some other folks that jumped in like that too mm-hmm. um and you know it was it was it was it was took a while to get that board cleared and wow. she was um the lori gorgon was on this stand that what i would say is 20 feet above the above the finished floor would you say 20 feet above the finished floor yeah, it, was, it was quite a ways i mean yeah. she had a ladder in the back to get up there and it was up quite a ways yeah so but, but another Go on, go on. Another problem that on the board, Dave, was there was this gigantic square with two words across it. The void. Bum, bum, bum. So we're wondering, what, gee, wondering what in the world that is. Well, we soon found out. <laughs> I don't know who the first one into the void was. I'm not sure, but early on... If was, you slid and you ended up into the void... Was it one of those Team Yeti guys with f- 180 points, hit points? No. No, of course well, not. They were all thrown perfect. I don't know who it was. <laughs> I'm not sure who it was either, but your token in your shuffleboard puck is removed. You've lost it for the rest of the adventure. <gasps> <laughs> now, oh I will God. say, there was a ranger, and this ranger went through every single weapon he owned. No. He was down he to, to shillelaghs. <laughs> yes, no. he was. He he just could not. He and, and the he, the thing is, is maybe he was maybe one of the first that fell into the void by accident. But then the two GMs down there started taking pot shots as the minions for Lori and knocking people into the void. <gasps> so they so were at they that just, point. Now this was later on. At that point, if they knocked your puck into the void. You physically were knocked into the void and you were dead. And they were only oh, no, no, it started off with weapons first. True. They started off yeah. with weapons. Oh, my God. And ended God. up with actually killing people by pushing them into the void. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did either of you two get pushed into the void? No, I. Uh, we'll get to that. I actually got. What was I, Rich? Like uh, third from the yeah. uh, last to die. We were. We were so inconsequential. We were like in the last six. <laughs> 
they saved you for the end. Okay, so wait, you're fighting you're fighting uh, this person. Is she throwing down paperwork? You guys are moving paper off. You got this void thing going on. What, what how were you supposed to what what's the goal here other than throwing pucks? Kill her. Okay. Just do damage. It was only one baddie. It was her. Okay. And, you know, like our magic users, well, they jumped in right away, man. They're over there, fireball, whatever, and they're looking at the maps, and they're picking Hades, and they're they're picking Ethereal. Well, they must have done too much damage right off the bat, because what happened to them, Larry? Boom. You need to fill that application out to cast any spells. And she points over to the stack. And it must be in triplicate. <gasps> and then you have to submit it to our human resource manager who will deem if it's appropriate or not or feel that oh, so she gave them legit paperwork <laughs> they legit they legit quit playing and sat down and filled out the paperwork and do you remember the first guy that turned his in larry do you remember the the triplicate problem uh, it, it was so it was so funny. I can't remember the specifics, but you had to mark down the spell. You had to mark down what school it was from, mm-hmm. how much damage it would do. Mm-hmm. And, and she could just she could not approve it. She <laughs> could, oh yeah, no, not approved. <laughs> and you know, one guy filled it out. He took three sheets of paper, filled it out in triplicate, and she goes, "Why did you waste so much paper? You could have filled it. You could have done this three times on the back." You know, once on the front, second, third, denied. Go redo it. Redo it. <laughs> that poor guy. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is everyone's howling with laughter. Yeah. Everyone's having a great time. Awesome. And, and of course, I don't know what's going on. You know, the paper gets thrown down. People are doing triplicate. And then I realized, oh, everyone's just having a really good time. Yeah. This is just about let's get together and have some fun. That's funny. And see what craziness gets. It's like Lampoon. You know, it was very, <laughs> your cubicles and careers, I think, is a great example of lampooning. Um, and then the barbarians were doing too much damage. So yeah. there's a very common theme here. You were getting taken out early if you were doing lots of damage. Got Absolutely. it. Right? Got and it. so the barbarians started doing too much damage. And she, do you remember what she did to them? What was he part of the group that had extra? She got uh, what was it? They got called into her office and they had to do work at home. Logic they had puzzles. to leave the room yes. and figure out some logic puzzle. Yeah, and come back with a no yes. cell phones allowed. They had to yes. go do logic puzzles and bring them back. Yes. So like the they were gone for fifteen minutes, man. They were gone fifteen minutes. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, they got they got kicked out of the game for 15 minutes to go do logic puzzles because they're barbarians. And, you know, being barbarians are supposed to be stupid, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it was really good. Our clerics all died. They got charmed. And they were it, healing her. Oh, 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 yeah. I can see how winning this is almost impossible. Yeah. I think it is. So they all committed seppuku. Did I say that properly? Yes, you did. Yes. They all decided to kill themselves because all they were doing was nullifying any damage we did. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So they all killed themselves and went into the void. What? That's amazing. Good on them. That was the hero move. And of course, they didn't figure that out right away. It was like by the fourth healing. I think they were like, they were, you know, or the second or third healing. They were like, hey, if I'm not in the game, 
I can't heal her anymore. Right. And so they asked her, they go, uh, Mistress Lori Gorgon, the cleric has decided he would like to kill himself. Is he allowed to do that? Yeah, he can do that. And then boom, 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 boom mass suicide. All the clerics. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> now, do you recall, uh, Rich, at one point she did ask for the bard to sing? And I don't know what happened, but you, I did. Were, on, you were on the spot. Yeah. And you come up with a little ditty, but it didn't impress her, did it? No, no. Oh. I did. Um, <laughs> I, I just busted out a little song, trying to do a little rhyming about us taking her down, and um, I did not impress her. So I had one moment in the sun, and I got failed. Dang. Epic fail. Yeah, Dang. epic fail, man. That's see, Super that's rough one. though. You, you you know you've you've always been good about doing like little little limericks and rhymes about what we're mm. up to and how we're doing and and all that good stuff. And I wonder what she really expected. Oh, oh, you know what? My limericks and rhymes worked. My singing is shit. So I sound terrible. And maybe that's why I got booed. Because <laughs> normally everybody just lets me get away with sounding terrible. And maybe that was the part she didn't like. But yes, there was some rhyming and lim- limericking going on. And yes, as we talked in one of the other episode when I thought I was being trolled, it sounds like other groups bards sing songs, like real songs. And, oh. and I just make up my own stuff. Yeah. All right. Fair yeah. enough. Fair so. enough. You know, that kind of deal. I got killed, Dave, by an OSHA incident. Yes. Uh, I got called into the office, and the DM, Eric, says, uh, well, you've been caught under an OSHA violation, and the light standard fell down on your character. Take 60 <laughs> points. You know, I'm cruising in at, what, 30 and 32? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Oh so I got God. killed by an OSHA incident failure, and uh, yeah, dead. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, Beautiful. And, and it was kind of cool. You know, again, this was a nice event, right, that you kind of had to have an invite to go to. So that was kind of cool. You got to see some things, just like, <laughs> now, uh, you know, there's like seeing Team Yeti there. You well, know, they, they got their oh, team in. Wow. They had there was like a big event for them. So it was kind of neat to see all those guys having a great time partying. Team, team Yeti's pretty impressive. I mean, they come out with a lot of orange-backed tokens you know the upper level oh yeah stuff. and dude, oh, they yeah. got these really awesome sashes with like yeti fur up at the top so think of like a boy scout sash yeah. you know um so kind of like that holding their chips but up at the top it has like a a big white thing that's like yeti fur yeah and um so i was like dude we got to do something like that uh, we got to come up with a little team thing, but well, I don't know. We're you, such a group no, of oddball you, misfits. I don't no, know. We're, we're, you know what? You know what unites it. our group. You know what unites our whole group? Star Trek. Oh, there we go. <laughs> we dress. It's Star Trek outfits during our run. That's right. Like we're on the holodeck. We're all on the holodeck. Yeah, we exactly. Play in character. Oh, yeah. That we're in the holodeck. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. And and you know and like halfway through there's problems and we're like, uh, medical. We need somebody to beam out. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I'm liking this, Dave. I'm going to try and run with this. We'll right. see if I can get I, the whole team signed up. To I chance. think we ended up doing, what was it, Rich? 1,700 and some hit points yeah. of damage. It was huge. You know, and Eric's just writing down numbers. You know, we're, we're looking sure. at it, Rich and I, like, holy cow, that's over 1,000 hit points of damage yeah. and she's not dead? Yeah. So like he said, there was no magical number. Right. I mean, she just lived until everybody was dead. Right. It yeah. was probably pretty amazing how much we could swing for. It, it is. It is probably like, hey, let's just keep this going. Let's keep the fun alive. Yeah. And at the end, just count it up, just to see, yeah. just to see what it was like. 
And they did a nice little uh, congr- they did a nice little thank you to all those folks that play a very important part of you know the keeping the economy and, and keeping the game alive. Right. So um, they did a nice thank you there, which was really cool. But the f- greatness and fun that we had during True Raid was at the same level as walking through the new set design and the new storyline of N1. Ooh. Oh my. You like yeah, that transition, Dave? That was journey. a good transition, yes. Actual so, journey to the bliss. Oh, and, and you know what? We probably should throw out, do not listen anymore if you want no spoilers. We're not going to try and give any spoilers. This isn't a spoiler podcast. Right. But there could be something we say that then later you're maybe not happy you knew about previously. So if you have any inclining doubt thought in your mind you may not want to know something just quit listening now i can't believe you're saying i'm saying that during a podcast well you know what (laughs) then uh let's do the closer real quick for those that are about to stop um like link subscribe highshelfgaming.com and discord and all those things please guys tell me about journey into the astral bliss wow the first thing uh, room one rich Let's say if you're scared of heights, you better stay in the middle. Oh. Huh? That, oh. Dude. Dude. Oh. Dude. It was, uh, it was optically, in, again, here I am trying not to be spoiler, right? It was optically incredibly well done. Oh, that sounds cool. All right, you don't have to tell me more. That sounds really cool. So The, the rooms are huge. Really? You know, we brought the war chest. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we had our bag, and we only had nine because Michelle couldn't go through. But did you ever, at any point, Rich, feel cramped? No. Or not enough room to maneuver? Not at all. Um, wow. You know, it, even the hallways, bigger the than hallways the hallways were immense. Wow. And, and you know what? Hallways were a little longer, I think, because now that you said the rooms were bigger, I think the hallways were longer because we actually had maybe two times between rooms where it was hurry up. And, you know, the last stragglers? Come on, come yeah. on. They're ready to start the room. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we had longer to go. And we had more room, whereas before we would get all packed up and everybody would be like, damn, Rich, didn't you use your deodorant? Um, Because (laughs) we're all stacked on each other. Yeah. Um, That did not happen. Wow. That's cool. So Big, big upgrade. Everything was well lit. You could actually see going into the next room. Okay. Just yeah, and, big, you know big, I will spoil upgrade. a little bit that you know Astro Bliss, right? Bliss, not Bliss. Um, Astro Bliss. <laughs> this <laughs> this true dungeon got real weird at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're like anyone, anyone, anyone. Um, so you you're out in space, right? So you're going from space into something, and so they really Ooh. did an incredible job of you're you're in space, and then you move to a scene where you're 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 doing that transition from space into something mm-hmm. and that was even when we got done with the room talking to the room gm they were like hey at gen con we're gonna make this bigger because yeah, yeah. we were like this is awesome and they're like yeah at gen con they're talking about this character is gonna be up here <gasps> and that was like what they're gonna make the room <laughs> higher 
And it just, it's, you know, we'll see if they do it. Hopefully they do. Well, yeah, because um, at Gen Con, they're under Lucas they Oil, right? And they've got that huge yeah. ceiling. Oh, okay. And maybe a lot more setup time. Who knows? But um, and, and but even that, moving into that item was very well done. It we, yes. You felt it. You you were like, wow, this is pretty okay. nice. Awesome. Yeah, they, they had some, uh, I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about, Rich, where they had some... Other things that would tie, you know, this object would be tied to, and yes. you're actually standing by it. Yes. And, uh, you, you know, it, I don't know what else they could do except uh, maybe pump in something smell-wise. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah that's a, you, I don't want to give away what that was right. because it's really a neat, it's a neat visual. Um, and just like going, in, once you're in this item, I'm going to just say vehicle, right? Once you're in this vehicle of uh the your interior sets are very well done i think one set was um a little bit of a reuse from one of the the uh, gnome years remember the remember the gnome the tinkering one i think there was some yes i think there was some reuse of set design um but you know redone painted it was just some of it looked a little familiar to me and uh, that was maybe the year i was uh, volunteering so i saw it a lot well, they've got to. I mean, they've got to like have hours. Like, they've got to have a ton of props, and I'm sure that oh, between yeah. years they're like, "What are we going to do with these?" I know. Let's reskin them, repaint them, let's yeah. repurpose them to something that we can use on another thing for another dungeon. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, I particularly like Room Six, Rich. Do you remember the? We'll call it without giving away what uh, was involved there. It was like a library. Yeah. Yeah. The immense room, gigantic. I mean, it. And the props were just outstanding. Okay. Dude, what about Soul Train? What about the last room? (laughs) Train! Nobody knows what I'm even meaning, but when you get to the last room, you're going to go, hey, that is Soul Train. You're going to think of Soul Train, because that's what I thought of. I was like, Soul Train. Dude, that that, that item was Mm -hmm. 20 feet long, Dave. Whoa. And... Um, electronic. Yes. It was wild. Soul Train, brought yeah, to you it, by the makers of Afrosheen and Afrosheen yes. products. That's it right. was really amazing. It was uh, it was unbelievable how cool that whole last room was. I mean, and by the way, dear listeners, I think we nailed every puzzle. Isn't that right? That is correct. Uh, no, I, that did I is... hear a thud? Did I hear Dave hit the floor? Yeah, that is not allowed. <laughs> you guys... <laughs> Are not supposed to solve any puzzles, and here you're telling me you solved all the puzzles? All of them. Everybody of did them. such a great job taking orders and giving orders and being part of a team. Wow. All right. All right. Now I'm wondering. I'm wondering if maybe the fact that it's a little bit brighter and you can uh, you have a little uh-huh. bit more room to work around. Maybe oh. you can see the puzzle from a broader perspective. Maybe just in general, they've given you a better working environment. Well, that's possible for some groups, but we had two new players that we didn't know, and they uh, they helped us. <laughs> they were your ringers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so pretty much what I just heard from Larry was we would have failed all of them if it wasn't for the two new people that were smart. That's Perfect. what I just heard. 
<laughs> by the way, there was a room that, and this is, this is, if you're listening and you're like, oh my God, maybe I don't want to know a spoiler, just stop. Um, there was a room full of bard symbols. And you know, I got to memorize those goddamn bard symbols every year, right? Sure, yeah. And they never come into play. We never need any hints. We never need bard hints. This room had 10 bard symbols on <gasps> Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, I all right, I'm in. Everyone and said, I know all these symbols cold. And I told everybody what all the symbols were. Uh, freaking red herring. <gasps> Had nothing to do with the room. No. It was a proper use <laughs> or something. It was just the bardic symbols were there. Years yeah. and years of training. And that was yeah. your that was your golden moment. That was my moment. And I thought I was on it. And I mean, I made everybody gather around. I said, gather around, children. Let the bard tell you a story. <laughs> and I made everybody go, come here. Scooch, scooch. You in the back, closer. Scooch, scooch. And I went to symbol to symbol and told everybody what they meant. And then we get done and then we start working. And then someone else, maybe one of the new guys that we don't know that was random, was like, hey, what about this color thing? <laughs> it wasn't the symbols at all. <laughs> Bastards. That's, that's all I can say. That's just Bastards. mean. That's just mean. Yeah. So yeah, that was a that was a um, that was a I think a great wrap up for me on N one. Anything to throw in else on N one? I am so excited. We're doing N two and N three this year, oh, and I am great. so excited to wrap them up. I, well, this I, is the first adventure that I loved the story. I was done, and I was like, man, that was a fun story. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. They do an excellent job, Dave. You are going to be blown away when you go on a run with us. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Now, I did get four of the monster bits. Now, Ooh. if the listeners want to tune out again, they have been on uh, the forums or on eBay. And the ones that we got, I got all four, a Devil Drake Claw, a Troll Shaman Finger, okay. Hellcree Icker, and giant blood. Ooh. Now, I don't recall seeing any of those. And then mm-hmm. one, do you, Rich? No, no. You know, but Odin and I, sure. I mean, the Thor stuff, I mean, uh, the giant, I, sure. I can see some stuff coming up like that. But yeah. the Norse, um, the Norse fight giants all the yeah. time in their mythology, all the time, and trolls and all that stuff, too. So I, there is something I do want to talk about. You guys posted a little picture on our Facebook group. For the folks that don't know, we do a Facebook group, and it's for High Shelf Gaming. Everybody's welcome. Um, it's a closed group, but we, you know, we pretty much let everybody in. <laughs> oh man! Um, so uh, you guys posted some pictures of Charm of Transmorph. Oh, the one of ten that uh, yeah. we got number four of ten, and I remember going by and chatting with Michelle, and Larry was there, and. I guess this is not the first time True Dungeon has done this. Is that correct, Larry? Well, it, it is as a group. Oh. You, know, you have to have all ten. And we got uh, one number four and one number five. Ooh. We're on our track. Uh, well, is that we're on our way. You have to turn in all ten. Okay. And I, I don't think you can use any of those as ghosts. It has to be ten physical people there so, for so, a fun surprise so you you guys got fun. got two of them and the idea is that you need all 10 so you can't have any dupes they all have to be you know numbered one through, one through 10. 10 and then you as a 10 person party turn in each of you presenting your one token 
Correct. Now, it does take up a charm slot, too. Oh. You know, you're limited on the number of charms that you can have. It takes up one of those slots. Oh, my goodness. So, okay. That's a, that's I did a big not deal. That. I kind yeah. of felt like the, and again, this is just my naivete, that you would just be at the beginning of the adventure and you would say, we're turning in our 10. No, dude, it takes up a splot and yeah. you something fun happen. Like maybe a duck joins you during your journey. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't. Now, I have seen one group on eBay sold for. $400 for an entire what? group of 10. Whoa. Someone's yeah. already traded and put together a group of 10. Yeah. And then sold it. That is for, incredible. For, for, for four hundy, for four C notes. So, but we don't know what you're going to get. The, no. Correct. Nope. Oh. No, no clue. There's been speculation. It's only the N, the N series that are going to deliver this token, yeah? I believe no. There's no expiration date on the information that I've seen. So it's from this point going on. Oh, will it, will it go on past Gen Con? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Well, I would think with the other cons that are going on, that will all be part of the same story arc. A hundred percent. Yes. You know, was yeah. a game all gone? Well, um, okay. Uh, well, packs. Let, let me ask it a different right. way. When, when you guys read Origins, you did you just do N one or did you do the other? Runs oh, we did the other one too. We and, did the and did the other runs deliver to you one of these charms that you looted? No. Okay. Oh. No, it was only out of the 2018 treasure draws. That's oh. what I'm going after. Okay, so the okay. 2018 treasure draw has this. Now the others might too, but we don't know that. No. Okay. Yeah, they were not in the 2017, uh, which we did go through both Moongate and the other one again, and yeah. had a great time. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have a full group, but we had some uh, newbies on there, and Ryan's wife went, and she enjoyed it immensely. And Ryan even pulled out another ultra rare. That's why we does <gasps> my drawing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I mean, literally, I like to just pull one or two just because eh, you never know. You might. It's like playing a lottery, right? I may, I may, sure. I may pull out the orange one, and uh, but after two, I'm like, nope, I don't have the magic like Ryan does. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Good. 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 Okay. So I'm really curious as we do runs what at Gen Con. Surprise. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to get Ryan on it to get the rest of these charms for us, or maybe trade a couple. We could trade a couple. Yeah. If we get duplicates, but yeah. for a fun surprise. And I bet they don't know what my definition of fun is. <laughs> yeah. Fun for the GM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. 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 Very cool, guys. I, I think we should probably work on uh closing this one out i really appreciate one uh helping explain some of the nuances of this stuff and then kind of giving this a really cool behind the scenes look at the true raid sounds like that's something that's really special and just so cool that you guys got to do it and uh come here and share the experience with us so that other folks know that there's this really kind of cool thing that they do for sponsors and you know just a, a nice feel good thing for everybody that's a lot of fun heck yeah yeah, it, it was great. And if you ever have a chance, boy, don't miss it. Don't miss it. Larry, dude, thanks a ton for coming back. Everyone at home, as always, have fun and play well. May all your roles be crits. Thanks for listening. This episode was produced by me, David Gillespie, with music provided by Taylor Guillory. Our web presence is managed by Amy Nelson. And if you like our style, please leave a review for us on iTunes. It's the best way to help people find us. 
Most importantly though, feel welcome to connect with us on Twitter, our Facebook group, Discord server, our Friday night Twitch streams, and our website, all under the name High Shelf Gaming. We really look forward to talking and playing games with you. Thank you.